Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hopes up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Blazing Ride Backstage, and it is Tuesday, January 10th, 2017, in the former United States of America. You check in with your smoking nephew, and I'd like to welcome the uh, not only a dear, dear friend, not only a dear political foe. Not only <laughs> a sidekick, not only yeah. the Sade to my Baterinois, but also the best band leader money could buy for the last 42 years, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, man? Oh, my God, what an introduction. How are you, man? How's it gonna be? How's it gonna be? <laughs> yes, that was good. That was a good rendition. And I love the part when he's like, I want to taste the salt of your skin. And nobody knew what he was saying, but it was great. Apparently what that guy's a real ass. Huh? Yeah, what do you think about that intro? I love it. Great intro. I love it. Thank you. Likewise, right back at you. <laughs> well, uh, happy Happy New Year. Uh, it's 2017. Um, happy a lot of New people, Year, man. Yeah, thank you. A lot of people keep saying, uh, oh, thank God 2016 is over. They couldn't wait for 2016 to be over. But I keep reiterating, 2016 is going to last at least another four years. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sad I'm going to miss a little bit of uh, your boys uh, going away as speech today, huh? Here yeah, hey, how about that? Listen, 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 lady. We have never done the show on a Tuesday, I don't think. And if we have, it was a long time ago. And I, I thought that the farewell, Obama's farewell speech was tomorrow. Did you do this intentionally to put us up against the president so that, first off, we have no listeners and secondly, so that I miss my boy's speech? <laughs> you know how I do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, now not even not even Vinny B's going to be listening now. Oh, man, come on. You know Vinny's listening to us. Come on. <laughs> yeah, probably on the train tomorrow. Uh, so, um, what what did you do for New Year's? What did I do? I didn't do anything, actually. I had grand plans to go see my buddy uh, and hang out with him. He was going to have a big party, and he had grand plans, but that fell through for him. That fell through for me. We were supposed to then go with family to Megan's son, and that didn't go through. So I just chilled at home with my family and watched, uh, what is it, Dick Clark featuring Ryan Seacrest's uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve. That's about it. And, and to tell you the truth, the programming sucks. they got to get some good shows out there. 
I, you know, you know it's bad when Pitbull has the best show out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, but uh, <laughs> listen, I, I thought that I thought that the 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 corpse of Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve was quite good. No good. I thought it was a good it, show this year. It, no, no. I think I think Ryan Seacrest does the best job he can. I think he's, he's not bad, but Jenny McCarthy. Oh my God. Train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, so good. here's what, here's what, uh, yeah, no, 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 she, she, she kind of looks like a cross between John McCain's wife and, um, <laughs> and, uh, little, 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 what? Some kind of Shamalia. <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> she's uh, looking, she's she, looking like a tranny. Jesus Christ! I know, I know you're excited that that you can say anything you want in, in you know in the <laughs> under the next president, but you gotta relax. For the I'm next sorry, I'll tone it days. down a little bit. I'll take it down and then I'll, I'll take it down. But I was gonna say, she, I was gonna say she looks like a cross between uh, John McCain's wife and little Stephen from the Springsteen Springsteen E Street Band. You know the guy from The Sopranos yeah, as well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I, I like that. <laughs> um, but here's what bothers me about uh, the corpse of Dick Clark's rockin' New Year's Eve is, first off, at around, you know, like 11, that's when they Ryan Seacrest rolls out the, the corpse of Dick Clark on a gurney. And I, at this point, I kind of think that that's just uh, in, in poor taste. You know, you don't see that on any other other networks. I agree, but somehow it was the most lively portion of the whole show. I mean, they, they really should bring back they should bring back Dick Clark and, and find a way how to reanimate him. You know, put a bunch of sticks in him or something, and they you know move him around like a puppet. I think he would do a better job. So good. Well, what about? I, I mean, the fact that you said that's the most lively part. You do realize that my Brendan was on that show. Yes, I don't know. No, your your Brendan was. Spectacular, very good, phenomenal. You know, I was surprised that Brendan would do a show like this. You know, usually he's uh, he's real low key. You know, uh, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't describe Brendan Yuri as low key, but he is usually. They are usually on a different network. Panic at the Disco is never. I think this is the biggest New Year's show that they've done because they've always been on like the Fox show or the NBC show, but they never did. Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve until this time, and uh, they were amazing. And they did three songs, and uh, what, what sucks about it, and also I thought the DNCE gave a really great performance. Joe Jonas sounded like Michael Jackson. I mean, it was fantastic. And the only performance that's getting any notoriety whatsoever is Mariah Carey's. What do you think about that? Oh, terrible. I mean, uh, I saw <laughs> that. That was, a train, that was a train wreck and a half. I don't know what that was about. Then she's going about around blaming everybody. I mean, I do feel bad for her. She could, but I think she's got to hang up. She's got to hang it up. It's over. You know, she's terrible. <laughs> did she do this before? <laughs> she does it all the time. She did it at the um, at least once a year. She has one of these horrible TV performances. Uh, she did. She did the the New Year's. Uh, I mean, the the lighting of the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center last year, and and it sounded terrible and um. You know, uh, to her credit, she went through the motions. She didn't run off stage, so at least there was that. 
But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she didn't sing, really. It, it was, it's odd for a singer to not sing. I think we should have more of those kinds of performances from big artists. You know, I think that would really make it more enjoyable to watch. You know, I, I would love to see different artists' reaction to how much they screw up. You know, she she did pretty well. You know, she at least, yeah. I, I would have ran off the stage. I would have stage dove or something like that. But she, <laughs> she, she held her own. She was out there not giving a crap at all. You know, and she, she was like, she was like chastising her own staff and everything. And she was like, "What is going on here?" I mean, you know, it, it was humorous if you look back at it. But uh, my, oh my, her career is done. <laughs> I think she'll be fine. Uh, I, you know, uh, New Year's has the last several years in a row. I don't even know how many at this point. Four, five, ten. I've gotten dinner with Rob Biederman, and it's you know. Every fucking New Year's, the guy he's he's asking me to do dinner with him. So so that's kind of become a, a tradition. And uh, this year he says, "Oh, can you do dinner New Year's Eve?" I said, "What is this? Some kind of tradition or something?" And apparently, it is. <laughs> and oh, and so uh, we got dinner. Um, stayed as far away from Manhattan that day as possible, except for when I ran with Frank in the morning, and the uh, and I saw a guy carrying a laundry bag on his head. Um, and then, uh, me, uh, and then I stayed in Brooklyn the rest of the day. Biederman and I got dinner at this place in Park Slope. And then Jenna, Jenna and Alistair, the ones who got married in the Poconos, where I had that crazy hotel room story, which, uh, Wyndham Hotels in the days in has yet to, uh, rectify. Oh. But, um, I went to their apartment, uh, and was there, uh, until I knew Panic at the Disco was coming up, so I stayed until I saw Brendan. I couldn't even hear him. I just wanted to look at him. So I saw, I watched it, and uh, was just, like, drooling over the TV screen. Met a few <laughs> new friends. Uh, this one girl was chewing my ear off about, like... So Jenna starts t- talking to me about Mac, you know, my friend Mac McAllister, and talking about yeah. how, like... She's talking about how we we should like be together, uh, and I I said, but he's you know he's straight allegedly, and uh, then um, then she was like oh, and she turns to her friend, and her friend gives her this look. So and her friend is a girl, uh, and I I later I said to the friend I was like what 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 was that all about, and it just turned out that she couldn't, there was nothing relative about the story. It's just that she had sex with all of her male friends. That's what the book was about. Yeah. It was very strange. And let me tell you, she chewed my ear off. She talked way too much and, uh, was, you know, it just wasn't very interesting. And, and I lasted, I, I told Jen and Alistair I couldn't stay long, which I think I always say to them. So I, I hope they don't take it too insultingly. Um, but, uh, I left after, uh, Panic at the Disco performed, so I was home by 11.43 on New Year's, and, and that was good. It was nice to be back before midnight, because, you know, you were here that one time. What happened that night that you came to Brooklyn? That was a great time, but it was, it was awful in a lot of ways, too. I mean... (laughs) Uh, uh, no, it was great. I remember that. Uh, the, remember the guys who dressed up in wedding dresses and uh, oh yeah, and were sitting on the balcony and there were humongous crowds and a huge party. 
and Major came and Jay and Julian, and uh, we all got lost, and uh, it was a hell of a time. <laughs> well, that actually, the guy in the wedding dress, incidentally, was the first boy I ever made out with. That was Christos, who wound up Are you later serious? on. Yeah, he was the first guy I ever made out with, which was later, because if you'll recall that night, I was making out with Michelle Kinney, uh, and I had the red lipstick all over I myself. I remember that! Yeah. Yes. Shout out to <laughs> Belinda Kinney there. Um, and, it's, and, and, then, and then, lo and behold, I'm walking her mother down the aisle at her wedding. How about that? Crazy shit. Isn't that amazing how things are? That's amazing. It's just crazy <laughs> shit. Crazy, crazy shit. Um, oh my god! Do you know about this woman? You know, you know the woman I'm talking. About? You know the woman I'm no, talking about. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know about this woman? This woman. Oh, I, I, never, I think I know about this woman. Who's this woman? I never saw this woman. This clip of this woman before tonight, and apparently it's like a year old. But have you ever really? seen this clip? Of this woman who went woman. on a very, she went on a very bizarre rant at a city council meeting, and she no, was talking what about. What are you talking about? She was talking about having uh, two boobs and not six. She has six butts. What? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the craziest thing, and I, I, um. I downloaded the, the, like, whatever I, I haven't listened to this at all, but this is what I found on YouTube, but uh, I'll play a little of it here. Uh, I don't know yeah, if we'll get through please. all of it, because it's long, but I think this goes from her walking up, and I've only seen the snippet, so I haven't even seen this, but let's, <laughs> I never, I mean, this, I can't believe you didn't tell me about this last year. This woman is just incredible. All right, let's uh, see here. All right, all right. You guys don't know that I have a different name. So, are we going? See, I have a name. Let's spell it. A-R-R-O-Y-O dash G-U-Z-M-A-N. You know those names? You should. See, there's a movie called A-R-R-O-Y-O 2014. Get up and watch it. And guess what? I'm not the rancher. Not the rancher's wife. Not the rancher's kid. Not that I couldn't have been. That's not the path I chose, was it? My ex-husband's the killer. And newsflash, she's not dead. So see this Because I was showing somebody the city doesn't really use real money. So here, when you send me something, this is what you send it to. You send it to A-R-R-O-Y-O-G-U-Z-M-A-N Family Trust Accounts. I'm the executive director, Terry Pope Gonzalez. Here's a post office box. Here you go, young lady. Please don't be upset with me. Hey, now my brother is here checking you guys out. So was my uncle. Do you know you have scratchy toilet paper? And he really got treated bad. Do you know what he said? You go buy them some toilet paper. Get everybody to start bringing toilet paper in. Because guess what? I guess that's why everybody's so damn, I can't say damn, right? Because you know what? Here, let's, let's do some, let's clear up some things. I have two boobs, not six. I have six bucks because when you guys are talking about me, you have no idea who knows me. Now, see that young man back there? That is Investigator Schaefer, badge number 1193. Clap for him because he protects you guys from people like me. You know the people you screw over? Yeah, 
because guess what? You guys, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to put a filter. You sent an <laughs> officer over to me to make sure I put a filter in. This is the best I could do, camels, okay? Here, we'll leave it here, too. I don't think there's any cigarettes in it. One of my brothers brought that to me. And here is a monkey, and no, you don't get it, okay? Because the little kids just screwed over in my neighborhood, they're going to get it. But, hey, it's no big deal. I'm so glad Mr. Whitman was here, because guess what? His wife in New York knows my family. Oh, that's another name. Do you ever have those names that you don't say in open court? And you know what's a kicker here? Jessica Patrick was my attorney, and I don't mean a public <coughs> pretender. He was my bot and paid for attorney. We have an anniversary coming, don't we? You ought to know what it is. December 17th, when everything happened to my father-in-law. And we're not going to talk about that, because that bothers me. But you guys caused the death of somebody you should have met. Oh, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got marbles here. Because who in their right mind ever thought it was okay to put a concrete company 50 feet from a family home? A residential home. How many meetings did you have with that family? Not a damn one. And I'm standing here to tell you I don't appreciate it. And you know what? I'm coming. And what you guys forgot? Do you even know who I am? I called your office. Did you know I'm going to buy a whole bunch of hearing aids? Because guess what? Those people over there, they can't hear now. And they should be able to hear. They're not half as old as I am. Carl, you got me my transcripts yet? There's six dollars of them. You got them? I put it in writing. Notarized, certified that document. Where are they at? I asked you a year ago for them. But you just think I'm stupid? You guys have no idea who I am. Not you know, Jeff doesn't even know. You don't know? Call her up. Stephanie Hupp. 402-476-2200, extension 15. That's the best attorney you have in this town. And you know who I had to hire? Sean Brennan. Because now my husband's involved, right? Now, you know the companies you're protecting? They do insurance fraud, welfare fraud, housing fraud. But you guys keep protecting them for that damn cheap concrete, don't you? Go over and look at Antelope Projects. How come that's fallen down already? Go look at Harris Bridge. One I minute. got it, honey. Go look at Harris Bridge. Why do you already have structural damage? Because you can't put crappy, crappy material in the concrete. But you guys let it all happen. And so you know what? I'm going to be here every single time there's a meeting. Because guess what? We're going public, aren't we? You know how many things you know I was supposed to do? I was supposed to give Roger Feigard some panties. Got him pink. I won't say what goes with pink. These are for Mickey Esposito, since everybody's panties get in a wad when I come up here. So send them to her, okay? Now these here, they can't even fit on my ankle. Did you see me in a book? It's not a porn book either, is it, Cindy? I made a lot of money in a book. And guess what? My dad called it dental floss. And guess what I did with it? I put it away. And I made a lot of money. There's a lot of men has that book. And see, you know, I looked pretty good, didn't I, Cindy? Come on, tell them. I looked pretty good. Now I'm fat as a cow. Now remember, I have six butts, not six boobs. All right? <laughs> and I'm going to take this. I'm, I'm leaving. Thank I'm, you. I'm not stealing anything, okay? But Understood. I need out. Okay? Thank you. I'm going to leave this for you guys. Here. How do you want me to sign it? Which name? Whatever name you want to use tonight. You been to my family? <sighs> oh my lord! 
I've never even heard that. That's amazing. Isn't it the greatest? It's the greatest thing I've heard since Sweet Brown. Uh, it's amazing. I I think it's like the best thing I've ever heard ever. She really, <laughs> she really laid out all the points on the line there. I don't know what the city council's <laughs> got to say for themselves, but they are in big trouble. Uh, remember that she's <laughs> she's six dollars, not six boobs. This is this is legit. I love it. Was that what she said? Did she, no, she didn't say bucks. She said bucks, B-U-T-T-S, not dollars. Oh, that was not, she said? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes much and more she, sense. <laughs> <laughs> the way she, she's amazing. Yeah. The way she speaks, the way she speaks, it just sounds so rational. It does sound like she's making sense, but she's not making any sense. <laughs> she was doing that. And when I thought the only thing that made sense out of the six butts was maybe she, when she brought out the camel cigarettes that she was talking about <laughs> cigarette butts. But then she said she didn't think there's any cigarettes in there. And I love the part when she's like, "You people are responsible for the death of oh, I got marbles." And she starts talking about and like, what, what do the marbles? And she has all these props with her. If you watch the video, and what do the marbles have to do with concrete? And then. At the uh, oh, and then when she's talking about like what we, and what was the the book called? My de- my father called it dental floss, and you know what I did with it? I put it away. I put it away. It doesn't, you know, like oh, okay, that's what. What does that mean? Mm, amazing. So she's got something really against this concrete company that's ruined this family. How many how many meetings did you have with that family? None. It's amazing. I, you know, this lady. Where did this take place? This must have been Florida. <laughs> uh, that is a good question. Uh, incredibly crazy rant is the title of it. It says, "Woman goes off uh, on insane rant at the Lincoln Lincoln City Council open mic." Where's Lincoln City Council? That might be Nebraska. I don't know. Uh, you know what it is? Oh I think my. it is. Yeah. It, it is Nebraska. Oh, and she's talking about um, you have scratchy toilet paper. That crazy. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go listen to this after the show now. I really, this woman really, she has a lot of points. She should have ran for president. She's yeah. <laughs> I would be better off than we are now. Uh, <laughs> But let me read some of the YouTube comments here. Some some of the YouTube comments say, this one lady says, I'm on your side, girl. Whatever you're talking about, hand me the receipt because I'm buying it. LMFAO. Toilet paper and camels for everybody. LMAO. And then this other person says, I agree. She seems like a go-getter. LOL. Uh, <laughs> She's a real go-getter. <laughs> go-getter! And then go someone getter. says, is, is this what English sounds like to non-English speakers? Um, <laughs> definitely definitely didn't leeway into this tale properly. Somebody says, don't do meth, don't do meth kids. And somebody else says, I'm thinking it's meth plus Ambien. Uh, someone else says, right, just to sell it to this lady and make bank. Uh, 
let's see. Somebody says close your eyes in the beginning. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, maybe that maybe that's your reaction from not seeing it but just hearing it. Uh, somebody says hold up. Did she just say she has two boobs, not six, but she has six butts? <laughs> Some, what somebody else that said, water? What was she talking about panties? I forget. The water the, the water in your panties? What is, oh, yeah. That, that every pair of panties gets a wad in it when she shows up or something. <laughs> some guy says, uh, apparently this is a thing. This is like, uh, some guy says, I'm addicted to watching schizo people attend city council meetings. Raymond Lyman and David Thompson are very good. So I guess there are <laughs> other people. Oh, uh Somebody says, did she really bring marbles? The joke writes themselves. Somebody says, bath salts are a hell of a joke. And somebody (laughs) says, at least she will do what the rest of you cowards can't. Hats off, nonetheless. She told a blood-sucking bureaucrat what the rest of you hate so much, the truth. And somebody else says, somebody else says, mom? <laughs> this lady done lost it. <laughs> I love her. It looks like nobody even has her name. Nobody has her. Everyone wants to get in touch with her. Nobody what is even her knows. Name? Who... You gotta, we gotta find out her name. Get her on the show. I know. Let me. If I Google, I have six butts, not six boobs. It just says Nebraska woman. Let's see. Does it give her name in the Daily News? <laughs> Says, she may be the only one in Nebraska. Oh, that's right. She said her name. Terry Pope Gonzalez and Arroyo Guzman. Really? Remember, she said her P.O. box was Terry Pope Gonzalez, but her last name is A-R-R-O-Y-O-G-U-Z-M-A-N. <laughs> You're right about that one. I heard that. I remember that. Wow. Oh. God. She tells it how it is. Yeah. She's my hero. Let me ask you something. Do you think that with Mandrew having left for Atlanta that that this is the end of the Mains? Oh my God. Well I think it may be. I mean, no, I think it won't be, but I think we gotta make a uh, proactive attempt to get together. I mean, we can still get together with Jay and Julian, which I highly advise and uh, we should do that and uh, but yeah, it, it's a big blow. You know, I, I'm gonna miss the kid, especially I didn't get to see him before he left. I'm, I feel kind of bad about it. Uh, he was a he great just, kid. Yeah. He just stopped he just and left. Yeah. Uh, and and what do you think it means that he chose the one city where you and I had hoped to never go again? <laughs> I was so surprised that he kept going down there and seeing the. Hey Zeus, you know, as much as I love Hey Zeus, those two just don't seem to get along. I don't know why he would go down there and do that. I know his cousin's there, but wasn't he like really close to some other girl, like a doctor girl or something like that in New York? I don't know what was going on over there, but I think he chose the wrong city. I, you know, I, I would love to go see him, but not in Atlanta. I ain't ever going to Atlanta again. <laughs> well, he got married to someone from New York, but he also got divorced from someone that person from New York. So, uh, <laughs> That's very true. But, very true. You're right about yet, that one. 
Yeah, but there was another New York. No, there was a Boston person. Remember, there was somebody in Boston that he was seeing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, huh? Wasn't she like a doctor or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Or like, yes, I think she was a doctor. And and the person that uh he's seeing now, she's in Atlanta, and uh you know i hope he's not uh just you know i mean i, I don't even I, I i like he's he's uprooting his life for somebody that there's not they're not like they're not moving in together or anything like that yet you know right but, right but his family's down there now child. too he is he's, he's a I, child. You always, you always, I always thought of major as a really stable guy you know like uh you know he'd get married have kids just settle down for quite a while uh, but he seems to be a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have told you that since we were seven. I could have told you that. Uh, but but he's gotten crazier. He used to be a very like quiet kid, like in first grade, and and now he's like, oh, man, what do with the deal, man? Completely off the rails. <laughs> off the rails. Um, he's off the like, off the rails. But, but I wish him the best. He's a great kid. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you come back every once in a while. So do I. I hope that the main survive this. I think we will. I think, you know, we we survived Jesus generally leaving, uh, but we really got to get together with (laughs) Julian today. (laughs) You said said we survived Jesus generally, and there was a long (laughs) pause before you said leaving. Because you know about the trauma that was inflicted upon us from his bachelor party and wedding fiascos. Oh, you're you right about that one, man. I have never gotten a good night's sleep since uh, before that. So uh, I, I still am sleep deprived. I'm, I've never gotten back to my old self either. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> I was just telling somebody recently, I think I just, was it Vinny maybe I told about how. Uh, I said, I don't know if this is true or not, but Weeks alleges that at the end of the night when he went gambling, that he wound. Oh no, I think I was telling Bob, my old, uh, my, I mean my my sponsor, telling Bob uh, right. that he al- alleges that he picked up the the janitor's uh, broom and started sweeping the casino. I did. I'm not. You know, that's not <laughs> a lie. I went down there and I just started walking around for like an hour or two. I did. I didn't do anything. I didn't get any drinks. I didn't go gamble. I didn't do anything. And then I just saw the the janitor's uh, uh, mop and broom, and I just started sweeping the area around there. And uh, I did that for like 20 minutes. I, I just there was a, there was a, not even like a conscious decision to do it. I just did. It was very <laughs> odd. Do you know what time I, it is, Weeksy Bang? Oh my God! The hot mess of what? What's going on, Tom Man? Nothing. I can't. I can't believe we're scheduling this just as the president's giving his last speech. I we know, can I'm blame. Sorry, we, we, yeah, we can blame Weeks for that. I didn't even. I thought the president's speech was tomorrow. I am so sorry. It is Weeks's fault, a hundred percent. That's my fault, Tom Fogarty. 
Yeah, and your buddy's going to be calling it the worst speech of all tomorrow. No, it's not. Um, Tom Tom Fogarty, Happy New Year. How is 2017 for you so far? Uh, So far, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A little early, but so far. How's the bad head? Bedhead's going good. I'm going to chronicle it all year. (laughs) All right. Who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Yeah. Okay. Well, this one just sort of got compounded because I didn't know this other shit was going on. Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. Uh, You heard what what he got into, I guess, last week here in town? No. He was in a lifetime fitness gym. And he and his buds were on the basketball court, and I guess they got so rowdy that they were finally asked to leave. And he created such a stink that Lifetime Fitness Gym, which has, like, I guess 100 nationwide, has put a permanent ban on him ever coming into (laughs) another one of their gyms again. Jesus. And is it and is it bad wasn't bad enough? I heard all this crap about he and uh oh my god, who is it? Rihanna. Uh no, Soldier Boy. Ooh. He and Soldier Boy have had this beef to the point where they've now booked a boxing venue in Dubai. Oh yeah. And it will oh, be yeah. a pay per view <laughs> in the spring. Oh my and god. I but no think... one's buying your fucking music, so you gotta go beat the shit out of one another, I guess is what it is. Right. And I think Ooh. that fifty fifty cent is coaching Chris Brown or something and he's enlisting Mike Tyson's help. Yeah, and T I is in the mix also with something. I have no idea. Oh, maybe oh. it was T I. Not ah, fifty. Yeah. My a, bad. Yeah, a pay- it's gonna be aired on pay per view and they stand to make millions. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure Tupac and Biggie never saw that coming. You know, that your beef <laughs> would end up in a fucking boxing ring in Dubai. Well, I'm sure because your Reach never saw it coming either. Yeah, well, no, he just, no, he saw it coming because he did it himself. <laughs> <laughs> and who's your second hot mess, sire? My second hot mix is Jamie Foxx. Apparently, maybe it was just the end of Mercury and Retrograde. But apparently, he and his buds were at a club out in L.A. And it was like a, like not even like a club club. It was just like a, a bar that had like an outdoor, you know, like you'll see on so many of the reality shows. They go to some like bar in L.A. that has like a, a roof terrace and an outdoor area. Ooh. Well, he yeah. and his buds were at this, and I guess apparently a lot of them were comics. And this group of guys came over and said, asked them to keep it down, that they were being way too loud and disrespectful. And one of the guys got in his face and said, and you better listen to me because I'm from New York. Ooh. Well, that's when mm. the fight started. Mm. And apparently one of the comics rolled up and said, well, yeah. I'm from Oakland. Ooh. And all hell broke loose. Oh my God. But the guys that started it from New York, they were the ones that were asked to leave at the end of the fracas. And Jamie actually then like posted something because, you know, of course, everybody pulled out their phones 
and there's like all these recordings of it all over social media. So he made one of his own where he was sort of like holding a wet cloth up to his eye. And then he like did his classic thing where the eye was like totally out of whack. You know, it was like pointing so far in, you couldn't even see the pupil. So it was like a white ball. Yeah. So he like ended up turning it into a joke, which at the end of, he did a flash for the poster of his newest movie that's coming out. So he turned Uh, multiple positives into, I mean, multiple negatives into a positive there. Nice. That's how, that's how you do it. Yeah. Yep. That's how you do it. And my Remember last one game. is, I've, I've always cut her some slack, but now I think she's just cunty. Ooh. Have you caught Vivica Fox in this like show that she's got where she's got oh, a bunch of boy. black men for black women? Yeah, oh, I know where well, this is apparently, going. Well, apparently they were all at some uh, radio show and were being, you know, they were questioning the guys as well. And breakfast the club. radio, huh? The, they were at the Breakfast Club. Oh, okay. So you, so you know about this? Yeah, yeah. I did great. What? <laughs> <laughs> great show. No good. No. Sorry about that. Sorry, I'll shut up. This. <laughs> She was asked if they would do it for gay men, and she said, hell no. Right. Whoa. But it's not for men, it's for women. Women right. come to see a certain a certain di- different thing when they come to see her show. Yeah. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? You have no idea who's in that audience, bitch. Right. right. In fact, some of your damn strippers are probably gay. Damn right. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she had to be like so, and this all in the same week that she like came out and said that really the love of her life is 50 Cent, and she didn't mean all the like gay bashing that she did on him and shit. So she's got some serious fucking issues when it comes to sexuality. No, that's crazy. Cause, you know, it's like yeah. uh, she, she, she should go marry Larry David again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's a tad cunty in my book these days. You're right about that one. <laughs> Tommy boy. All right. Uh, are you boys lubed up and ready to joke off? You know it. Yeppers. Okay. Yeppers. And uh, I hope this is not in poor taste in honor of the recently departed. Here is the joke off theme, and we'll get right into it. Different strokes yeah. rule the world. That's how my dad does it. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Alan Thick. The real Thick. Yes, sir. All right, Weeks, kick us off, Tommy Boy Weeks. See, SeaWorld San Diego this week put on its final killer whale show. When Donald Trump heard the news, he said, I didn't realize Rosie was retiring. Shamu, motherfucker. Oh Lord! <laughs> oh shit! I don't know this song. That's okay. Just make it up. Does do any <laughs> any other song? According to Toronto convenience store owner Paul Kim, squirrels keep coming in and sneaking off with candy. Trumps America, <laughs> and you get a nut, and you get a nut, and you get a nut. <laughs> Trump's America. 
and you get a nut, and you get a nut. <laughs> My favorite Oprah song. Love it. Yeah. Kim also mm. said that they come in and take crunchies, crispy crunch, and Wonder Bars, which just goes to show you, nobody likes Almond Joy. Oh, I love an Almond Joy. No way. <laughs> no way. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> At least once a year, I have to have one. <laughs> once a year. Are we still At talking least. about the candy bar? Are we still talking about the candy yeah. bar? <laughs> yeah, with the nut. With a big old nut. So sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. Almond got nut. Mouth don't. Because <laughs> I never, I never got the like the 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 double entendre and the sexual Ooh. innuendo of that one. <laughs> I mean, that's another another word for a muff is a mound. <laughs> so an almond joy's got nothing but a mound don't. <laughs> You're right about. That. I never got that till just now, and I sang that as a kid even. And they're both shaped <laughs> as chocolate dicks. Ooh. What? <laughs> you run about no, I get with dogs. Okay. German trauma surgeons advised the public on Wednesday to walk like penguins to avoid slipping on the icy pavement to keep them marching all the way to television stop. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Marching little penguin, keep marching. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> adorable little penguin, March. <laughs> According to concerned parents, popular talking Christmas toys, Hatchimals, have allegedly been saying fuck me to children playing with them. <laughs> the toys designer, Jared from Subway. Yeah. Did you see? I mean, that is that thing is so fucking creepy. No, I haven't seen it. Don't they lay there's, gonna be, there's gonna be fucking kids in therapy in another fifteen years because of that goddamn hassle that their parents got them. Yeah, but I tell yeah. you what, Ryan Ryan Reynolds looked 
like he very much enjoyed it. Very, very yeah. much. Well, I loved Deadpool. I mean, it was so fucking clear. Oh, yeah. He I, I a thought real he was, fine line in there. I thought he was going to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two Florida sisters say they were upset they missed their father's death after arguing with the flight crew and getting kicked off their flight, but they were more upset they missed the coming attractions. Uh, oh. Uh, damn. Now I'm thrilled about this next girl because I'm glad her show is coming back. We really liked that last year and we were afraid it was going to get canceled. Uh, I love that show. What's back. it ca- I don't know what it's called. What's it called? Something blue? Uh, I forget what it's called. Blue line or thin blue line or something like that. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows the name of it, but it's so good. She was she was amazing in it. She really stepped up. Oh yeah, oh she's fantastic. And for people who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Jennifer Lopez, of course, Ooh. who filed a restraining a, a retraining order. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh. She wants him to do what now? She filed a restraining order on a Los Angeles man last Tuesday after he allegedly stalked her in both L.A. and Vegas. When asked about the next time he would strike, the stalker said, I'm waiting for tonight. When I'll have you in my arms, I'm waiting for tonight. Oh my god, that's creepy. I'll show you all my charms. Wow. That is creepy. (laughs) Yikes. I'll wait for you tonight. I know you will. (laughs) I know you know me. He just wants me to go all Ryan Reynolds on his ass, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) British Foreign Secretary Boris Boris something (laughs) flew to New York to meet with Donald (laughs) Trump over the week. (laughs) 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 Supposed to discuss policy, but wound up just caressing each other's toupees. (laughs) <laughs> Who the hell typed that? Helen Keller? <laughs> What's his name? Boris something. <laughs> Lord. Republican Senators Lindsey Graham and John McCain appeared on Meet the Press Sunday and urged Donald Trump to go after Russia for attempting to sway the outcome of the presidential election. Then the two made out and caressed one another's toupees while Chuck Todd sat staring in horror and singing, Ooh, I'll wait for tonight. Ooh. <laughs> When I have you in my arms. (laughs) Magician David Blaine was injured when he attempted to catch a bullet in his mouth last November. Hmm. Maybe he should start shopping at Walmart. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Be be safer to what's getting shot at him. 
I guess, depending on <laughs> who it's coming from. While Paul Ryan was swearing into Congress Republican uh, Roger Marshall of Kansas, the new congressman's son, Cal Marshall, did the Cam Newton dab while holding the Bible. An angry speaker, Ryan, said, it's only appropriate to dab when you're holding the Quran. <laughs> and a frustrated Bernie Sanders said, the only dab I know about is that nice dab of yellow mustard on a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> And, and Danny Thomas said, the only dab I know about is a little dab that'll do ya. <laughs> a little doo-doo ya, maybe. Ooh. You remember that? No, you probably don't I, even know that ad. That was an ad no, that I, when I was grill, grill cream, a little dab will do ya. It was a men's hair gel. Whoa. I know about Danny Thomas. I know that he would lay under a glass coffee table and have hookers shit on top of the table while he laid under naked. And counted all the money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Every time, I, every time I see an advertisement for St. Jude's, I think of Danny Thomas under a coffee table getting shat on. By little kids. <laughs> no hookers. Adult hookers. Yeah. By the parents Weeks. of little children. <laughs> Weeks, your turn. And a frustrated Bernie Sanders said, the only dab I know about is a nice dab of yellow mustard on a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, a, and a frustrated Bernie Sanders said, the only dab I know about is a nice dab of yellow mustard on a pastrami sandwich. Yes! And and that is how we close up that 10 o'clock joke bag. And let's shut it down with our favorite here. Yeah! Things are going to get... Oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god alright so Tommy boy we'll let you get back to something much more important thank you for taking the time out sire thank you Tommy boy later Gators, later, Gators. Uh, don't get captured bye bye man good night 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 man what is your favorite scene in She's the... Remember that movie? Uh, it starred uh, Amanda Baines and, and uh, Chatham Tainsworth. And Chatham oh. Tainsworth, he played a guy. And then she played a girl but who became a guy. What was the name of that movie with Amanda Baines and Chatham Tainsworth? Wasn't that She's the Main Man with Jermaine Baines' Main? Yes, yes. What was your favorite scene in She's the Main Man with Jermaine Baines' Main? Well, I thought you'd never ask. My favorite scene is she's a main, main feature, main of Bane's main. Is when the main of Bane's plays this amazing boxer named Jim Braddock. You think you're telling me something? Like what, boxing is dangerous? Something like that? You don't think working triple shifts in a night on a scaffold isn't just as likely to get a man killed? What about all those guys who died last week living in cardboard shacks to save on rent money? 
just to feed their family. Because guys like you have not quite figured out a way to get to make money off of watching that guy die. But in my profession, and it is my profession, boxing, I'm a little more fortunate than that. And that's my favorite scene. The shoots are made, 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 made the main thing. Yes. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Thank what, you. Uh, what, what, what's that? What's the movie after the colon there? That's uh, Russell Crowe and Cinderella Maine. Oh, apparently um, the guy, the, the adversary in Cinderella Maine, was not as big of a prick as he was portrayed in the movie. And, and his son was on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast and said that he'll never forgive Ron Howard for that. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I'm going to listen to that now. Wow. Yeah, and I forget what the son's name is, but the guy was played by Craig Bierko in the movie. Um, wow. Who's a frequent Gottfried guest. Uh, but I'll, I'll have to look that up. Who the hell was it? I'm sure it's very famous. Do you remember the name of the, the villain in that movie? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was like Bear. Is, uh, is, uh... Yeah. Yeah. The, the boxer's name was Bear or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, my favorite scene is Susan Mayan, uh, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, is um, <laughs> it's actually uh, an article from the New York Daily News. Is They just they show, it's odd, they just show a picture of this article in the movie. And uh, here it says, and I'm just going to wet my uh, uh, palate here <clears throat> with some uh, Walmart uh, super soaker. <clears throat> you can't call this city council meeting boring. A zealous Nebraska woman unleashed a scatterbrained yet determined rant at a Lincoln city council meeting, whipping out an assortment of props, including a hot pink stuffed monkey and a pack of toilet paper and twice declaring that she has six butts. The woman <laughs> who said her name is both Terry Pope Gonzalez and Arroyo Guzman used the open mic session at the end of Monday night's meeting to furiously address the council. The entire tirade was recorded on city council's video system. The the woman's comments begin at the 25-minute mark in the video. Do you know you have scratchy toilet paper? The woman asked as she held up a pack of angel soft. She rambled on about her family. My ex-husband is the killer, and newsflash, he's not dead. Before turning speech to myth-busting, let's clear up some things. Two boobs, not six. But I have six butts, the woman barked. I have two boobs, not six, but I have six butts. The passionate citizen then pulled out, pulled about a plastic bag filled with props to demonstrate her seemingly disorganized point. You sent an officer over to me to make sure I put a filter in. This is the best I could do, she said, holding up an empty pack of camel cigarettes. She then yanked a magenta-stuffed monkey from the bag. Here's a monkey. And no, you don't get it, okay? Because little kids that you screwed over in my neighborhood, they're going to get it, she said. She held up <laughs> two pairs of lacy women's underwear, declaring everybody's panties get in a wad when I come up in here. Now, 
Next out of the bag was a sack of marbles. I got marbles here because who in their right mind ever thought it was okay to put a concrete company 50 feet from a family home, she asked. A Reddit user commenting on the Epic rant, rant suggested the woman may have been furious over a concrete plant built close to a Lincoln neighborhood. A 2009 article from the Lincoln Star Journal detailed the tension between Delgado's concrete plant and the people who live nearby. A woman named Terry Gonzalez tried to stop the construction of the plant, the newspaper reported. The woman fin- finished her rant with a quick recap. <laughs> now remember, <laughs> I have six butts. Not six boobs, she said. A phone, a phone listing for Terry Gonzalez was disconnected Saturday, and that's my favorite scene. She's my man, future man, bang mine. You know what? That's yeah. my favorite scene now too. <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing scene. All right, She's so. Yes, she is. Uh, Terry Pope Gonzalez Arroyo Guzman. Now, John John Weeks, uh, we haven't done one of these in a while. Can we do another one of those these a lot sooner than this time? Oh, absolutely. We'll do it next week. Come on. Next next week. There it is. Your your electronic confirmation. Your your uh, your binding <laughs> ah, statement. Yeah, written sure. and uh, signed in the presence of a notary public. Um. Sorry. I feel the deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Obama campaign song, and I'm gonna cry now. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, 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 I can think of uh, no b- better way of. Uh, well, first off, do you have anything else on the docket you need to clear up? No, not not this week. But uh, it's okay. been great to be back on the show and uh, to be with you as always. And uh, there's no greater place to be, and no greater person I'd rather share the time with. Uh, right back at you, my friend. No, no one I'd rather be talking to, nowhere I'd rather be than right here with you, Jonathan Weeks. Uh, Jonathan Weeks, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence, who's fucking lost her mind, by the way. Flo is out of control. Um, somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? You're going to give her a super soaker. You're going to fill up both your super soaker guns with semen. You're going to shoot at each other, cover each other with semen, of course. Then you're going to get a hash them all from the uh, local toy store, open it up, play it, and it's going to tell you to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> good night, week. Good night, everybody. <laughs>